I know, I know at one point he was struggling when I talked to him to understand how great of a thing we're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he kind of got it, but, so. It takes, it takes a little while, and you kind of got to get out there on the limb before you, before you get it, you know? There's Corey. We'll give it a few more minutes. I got boys. Hey, Corey. Good to see you. Nice to see y'all too. I haven't seen you since when? Yesterday? <laughs> Yesterday. Long time no see. So I made a little list of questions. I thought would I'd put it in the chat here just to share. I think I emailed it to myself. There it is. Uh, let's give it one more minute before we start, I guess, because I, I think Scott was going to try to join us, but I don't know if he'll make it or not. Is Anthony still in the in the run? Anthony. Yeah, I think so. Um, yes, yeah, so, so I just posted a couple of little questions there that I wrote down on the way over here to, to do this. Uh, one of the things I thought we could go ahead and get started since it's after 12, it, you know, one thing I was curious about, are you guys walking through the contracts? Um, I know when I was doing solar, one thing, I was selling solar panels. One thing that they taught us was to, uh, in, in order to speed up the contract signing pro, uh, process, it really helps them to, to, to just flip through real briefly, but just kind of say this section talks about this, this section talks about this, and like at a very 30,000 foot level, but flipping through it some way so that when you send it to them, it doesn't take them two days to read through it and have a bunch of questions. Has anybody had any thoughts on that? Are you talking about the DocuSign? Yeah, the DocuSign. Well, that that's a feature of the contract, but the actual contract, like the couple... Like you got a page, if you printed one off and we're in front of somebody with it. Right, like during the solution part of this process, uh, or, or, or do you just send it? So, so well, we have a quick question on that. Or, are you talking about during the verification or the actual solution? Solution. Okay. Yeah, we, we use the one-page proposal. Do you use that? No. That's during the verification. He's actually talking about the doc, I mean, the actual agreement. The actual oh. so, 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 just going through, like, the T's and C's with them? Yeah. I mean... Well, not, not necessarily that last... Not the fine print on the very last two pages. Not the like twenty-two some things that link. No, okay. not the thing yeah. after the signature page. I'm talking about the signature, the, the the front page to the signing page. It, it's pretty common sense stuff. Um, I don't know. I just had a thought that maybe I should instead of just sending it to them or ha and instead of handing it to them, that it might be better to. Uh, walk through it with them when I drop it off. Um, 
But you're you're actually printing it off and dropping it off, or you just send it a DocuSign? Well, I had two people that didn't have success with the DocuSign feature, and it might be <laughs> that I'm not explaining it very well to them, but they got bogged down in the, you know, hey, it's not working, and I'm like, just hit print, <laughs> sign it, and scan it to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I I feel like the the signing feature was slowing it down a little bit. There is definitely a disconnect there because I've had a couple that I was either in a meeting or somewhat unavailable, and Corey ended up sending my DocuSigns where I couldn't see, didn't know where they opened it or not. And then you, you know try to follow back up with them, and they were like, "I've never seen it. When did you send it?" So it, you know, possibly be in their in their uh, spam folder or junk mail. And so you know, in the future, I'm going to make sure that, if possible, that I send them, and then I can get on the phone. You know, really, I, I think it's almost necessary to to get a uh, set of meeting invite and send it while you're on the meeting, you know, in a Zoom meeting invite, so you can kind of walk them through it. That way, at least you know that they've actually got it, they've opened it. You know, I haven't done that yet, but, you know, the problem is you get to this point, and then the people, they ghost you, you know, so. Yeah, I've done, like what I did, what Paul just said, when I I sent two that were um, DocuSign, and the first one, since it, I hadn't, it was the first one I, I did and sent out, I called him and was like, hey man, you in front of your computer right now? He's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, I need you to go to your email, see if you got this. And he's like, oh, it wasn't there. I was like, check your spam or your junk folder. And he's like, oh yeah, I got it right here. And I was like, okay, folder over your inbox, just walk you through it real quick, answer anything, questions you have. So that's, that's what I did when I did DocuSign. But for the most part, I've only had I do love the feature that shows when they view it. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right now, my thought process is to print it off and take it to them in a nice little binder with some, some photos and the equipment list. Um, and making another trip out there just to make FaceTime with them again and kind of handing it off and flipping through the agreement with them might be a smooth way, but that's just I, a... I think, I think the only problem with that um, is that you lose visibility after that fact. It's out of your hand. You don't know where it's at. You're yeah. constantly calling and saying on that. I think DocuSign is such a powerful tool that you got to come up with your process that works for you on that tool. So maybe, you know, just like, you know, it was recommended that, you know, Adam said that, hey, I'm, or right after you sent it, call them up, say, hey, I just sent you an email. It has the DocuSign. I'd like to walk you through logging into it so you understand what it is. Once you into it, you know, um, call me back if you have any questions. I'm going to follow back up with you, you know, on Thursday at 2 o'clock about this. Um, because you lose the visibility of it going for I actually don't allow PDF downloads unless they specifically add, uh, ask for it. Um, because it, I like the visibility. Like I sent one to a customer uh, and I've noticed that he sent it to three other people now. 
right? So now knowing who's making the decisions on this, who's 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 part of that decision process. So I just think you probably need to. I would just caution you on bringing something to them in person um, when you could probably do it a different way and not lose visibility on after the fact. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So in verification portion of it, we talk about that. Hey, our next step is the solution step, right? Here's what you're going to expect. I'm going to go back. I'm going to put all this into a DocuSign type format. You're going to get an email. It's going to tell you to hit accept. That is not accepting the agreement. It's just accepting to get into the process to look at it. I will call you when I send that over to you just to walk you through it so you make sure. Like set up the expectations then and the verification and then follow up on them. I think that's probably, for me, I would think a better solution and, you know, than me actually bringing them a, you know, a, a printed out version, nice and pretty with everything. I just lose after that, I just lose all visibility and all control over that. You know, if I leave it on, another reason, if I leave it on DocuSign, if I need to make a change to it and all that, right, I go hit and find a, uh, you know, a new version, they lose all visibility of the old version. So they can't go back and reference it on the old version. So I just think it's, it's a tool that, you know, is pretty valuable. I, I'd agree with Corey. Um, Matt, I like... It's Bob Beller. I like, uh, I like, I'm old school. I want to take it in there. I want to sell it. That's what I do. That's, that's why the Hayes hired me to sell it. But in, in what Corey says, so I would have completely disagreed with Corey initially, but what he's saying is true. If you haven't sold it in the verification, I don't care if you send it, if you walk it in with, you know, a donut wrapped around it in chocolate, you've got to sell it. And it's got to be sold in verification. So to Corey's point, I, I still deliver a lot, but I know it's either you're going it, to, it's not going to get lost in la-la land. You guys being new, I would always want, I want, I'd like, you know, Anthony, I want to be able to track what's going on with him as well. Uh, but just make sure you're selling it before you just send it. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't like leave that like if you do print it and take it with you i wouldn't leave that contract with it like i would have like um if you're going to take it to them in person i would make sure it's like an appointment where hey i'm coming at 11 o'clock we need to sit down and go over this and then get the signature there and bring it back with you and then you can send that copy if you want to afterwards for their records but i wouldn't be like here's the contract send it to me when you're ready to sign like yeah, there's there's sometimes that that happens, Adam. But if you not if you're not going through and doing the the right thing, it's we they used to call it back in the day a bird shit call. If you're just saying I'm gonna drop off the contract, yeah, that's not that's not selling. Yeah, that's 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 in Lauren's world, that's that's smoking the hopium. Yeah. Right. You know? If you're gonna do that, I would make sure you have something set up that yeah, you know, y'all can sit down and go through everything and make sure that you're going to have an answer then. So uh, why don't we back up a little bit and talk about who sold what? <laughs> Has anybody sold anything? I got a $4,000 one today. Nice. <laughs> Smoking it, man. Fantastic. I got a 7000 at the beginning of the week. So I, top, I take your four and I add three to it. So I'm going to 
thousand. I'm going this year from Diamond. I'm shooting for porcelain this year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got a church yesterday for right around ten grand. Wow, that's awesome. Was it a G? Yeah, it was a G. It was it was a newer church. They didn't have much equipment there, so this equipment's only like two years old. So Darren felt good with us going at that price. Good. I got a uh, kind of a daisy chain deal with a Planet Fitness. They they actually called us and they're. Had a problem in a facility 500 yards from our office, and uh, Corey and I did an assessment, and we ended up. They gave me an option talking to a local person or a corporate. Of course, I called corporate in Connecticut, and had a Zoom call. We sold the first one, and then they gave us two more to go look at, and we did the same thing at those two. Then they gave us another one, and we just contract, 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 contract. So. All four the same one. They're all all of them are small. They're five to six thousand dollars a piece. But I've got some stuff that's out there and through verification waiting to get a contract. One of them's goes to me, and the other one I think we're going to get. And we have a couple of large ones that we have assessments done. We're ready for verification on. So, but that I haven't got. I hadn't closed anything and. Gosh, three or four weeks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll weigh in. I uh, did a drop by on a little theater by us who basically 60% of their system is dead and they were limping along. And their current contractor basically gave them a quote on a 30 ton three compressor unit where one compressor was dead and it was running series, so nothing was working. He said, I'd love to do service, but I need to get this thing up and running. I said, well, let me get my project guys over here. They came over the next day, and within an hour, they had it up and running. They just replaced the fuse. And we just presented the uh, service contract yesterday. They're meeting on Monday night. It's about $4,800. But before that, we got a $68,000 project order out of them to replace that 30-ton unit that we basically limped along for them. Now I got an interesting one that came this week. It's a huge camp for retreats. They have 117 pieces of equipment. Yeah. It's it's huge. Um, but some of them are from 2008. They're bards. I don't know if you know what bards are, the ones that go on the side of the building. Maintenance guy loves it. He says, we need you guys because I spent three days just mowing the lawn. <laughs> I don't have time to keep these things going. And they're Bob asked him, what happens if you're full with 150 kids and got one or two rooms that don't have cooling? He goes, we move them. Well, what if you're full? He didn't have an answer. So that's going to be a hard one because it's a 501c3, which means they're very money conscious and cheap. And so we're kind of trying to figure out how to do that. Yesterday, I stumbled into a hotel, which is not usually what we do, but I saw a bunch of big units up on the roof, so I took a shot. And they've got these uh, huge MAUs, makeup air handlers. And then they've got these, has anybody come in contact with VRF units yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're trying to figure that out right now. We've got stacks full of 
they're mechanicals that were tried to decipher. As you go online, you don't get a lot of detail like you can on a carrier or, or you know, York or a train. There's not much detail for us to try and uncover what these things are that we're looking at. Nice. Good job. So, well, I... We have a maintenance agreement with its hospice, um, essentially in Wilmington, and they have a whole VRF system. So they, uh, it's it's always fun to deal with that. Just listening to the service guys talk about it. Adam, did you get the deal with Miller Mott College? Uh, dude, that is they. So we try to do like a C four to get them through their fiscal because their fiscal is calendar year. And we presented that to them, and the lady was all for it. So we were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We'll present this for you. We'll get you another annual, or uh, we'll get you a cooling PM and a heating PM to get you through the rest of the year. And took her coffee just to see where everything was, and she's like, we're not going to be able to do it until January. So I have both of those Miller Mots set up for January. Um, yeah, that one... I was I, I thought it was a gonna be a for sure win, but they just budget wise don't have it for this year. How'd you is know that, what kind of coffee that, she liked? I texted her and asked her. <laughs> is that is that is that decision a corporate decision or is it being made locally? So it's they have anything over forty thousand over fifty thousand dollars goes to their corporate office. And then from there the executive director can figure out where they want to pull that for their budget, whether it's for facilities or like building expansion, whatever it's going to be. Um, that's where anything over 50, they, they have to go to corporate for. Okay. That's what that, well, and again, that's what the executive director told me. Right. So I take that as uh, <laughs> I tread carefully with her. Adam, I got a question for you. That was a college? Yeah, so it's like a technical, vocational type place. We got like cosmetology and barber school. Um, what is it? You, like, you hospital? Saw the executive director, is that who you ended up presenting to? Yeah. Yep. Did you go directly for her, or how yep. did you get to her? Yeah. Just straight found out who it was and just prospected her? Yep. What kind of approach did you use? I just told her I was going to be in the area. She had 15 minutes left to learn about her facility. That's it. Just as little as possible. You okay. use you use a southerly approach, man. Came in from the south. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a so I I sold a uh, one in July, one in August, one in September. The one in July was a maintenance contract that was sixteen thousand five hundred for five boilers. Maintenance on five boilers. That was a C contract for sixteen five. Um, in August, I sold a twenty one hundred um, C two. That was uh, maintenance on a brand new unit that was just installed. And then uh, on, on Monday, I got the contract for a sixteen thousand dollar G for a uh, distributing company. And and then back in July, I, I was I, I got thirty percent of a project of a boiler um, I, I split it with our project guy 
is because they wanted a boiler before they could talk about maintenance. They're trying to get the boiler installed, and we're almost you know finished it, installing it, um, so they have it here for the winter, which is getting pretty cold next week. So. Um, Never cold in Columbia, you're a liar. No, it, it, it's starting to dip. For a nursing home, they have to start cutting on the heat when it gets down in the you know 60s. So. <laughs> your buttons get cold, man. Your buttons get cold. Yeah, old folks' bones get cold. But uh, So I, I just sold the first G, which I'm excited about. Um, before that, they were just C's. <laughs> so, but I'm happy. They all, they all add up. Yeah coming along uh, so I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you guys uh, if I can interrupt a second because yeah. I'm, I'm leaving here in a minute but uh, I'm working right now which is kind of interesting I we've got some um, chillers at some of the local prisons some of the county prisons on G and it's I, I thought it would be a, no way we could do it uh, in a county, how are they going to justify a G? How are you going to get outside? Well, I'm working on another one. I met with county commissioners the other day, so I'm looking at a jailhouse, uh, which is $68,000, and I'm working on a $23,000 annex building. But it's all so I met with the county commissioners. Uh, according to the according to the guy who said uh, or the, the the sheriff, it's a done deal. It's just a matter of getting the book. So don't shy away. I would have told you. You know a year ago to shy away from some of that municipal stuff but if you get in and justify and, and star is shown down in louisiana that you know they can take on an entire school district uh and and circumvent that bid world um so uh, we're experiencing a little bit more of that here how did they how did they go through that bob because i know in north carolina because i'm working with a few local municipalities and like the state ports because they're located in wilmington North Carolina bid law is $25,000 and a penny uh, to $50,000 is three bids. Um, obviously, if you're helping write that scope, you you know you can stand out a little bit. Right. $25,000 and below, they could sole source it, but anything 50000 and up, everything, it has to be like a mandatory so RFP or RSP formal procurement process. Right. But so it's like in Georgia? It's same thing, same exact numbers as far as I know, but it's a, it's a uh, it's almost like more of a performance um, situation where if you're going in with a guarantee, we ended up with in the prison because they ran they had two units that were down they had they had prisoners hired. Uh they gave us an opportunity to go in and then we went in and gave the G concept to the county manager. The county manager took it up the chain. And he, he basically said, we got a way around it. Don't worry about it. And so here we go. And I, like I said, I do know that we've had, we've got four chillers, five chillers on a guarantee at a county adjacent to us. So it didn't have to go through all its rigmarole either. So there's ways of doing it. We're going yeah, under, we're, under we're, professional services is how we're getting around that with it, trying to get into some schools and, um, uh, there's another place I forgot what it was right off the top of my head, but uh, oh, the airport, the local airport, they've got the airport commission, and there was a lot of um, question about bidding, and we kind of broke away from the basic HVAC systems and started talking about chiller optimization and how that's a special professional service, 
And so we're going to try to gain some trust with their specialty ice system they've got. And, and then once they trust us, we're going to move in, you know, put our bid in with the regular guys on HVAC maintenance stuff. But another thing you can do, and I'm seeing it more because, you know, we, we sold a couple million dollars worth of GPS here uh, during COVID. And then it died. GPS had that, had that um, class action suit that was really bogus completely. Um, but we're, I'm starting to see an uptick of that again with IAQ and this RSV is out there in the schools now for kids. Uh, and there's a 97.7 kill rate on RSV through GPS and third party. So we've got some opportunity. Anthony's got a little you know, $6,000 opportunity at church that's got a, that's got a, a daycare. But I, you know, that price is more than 550 units for dormitories, for chill water, fan colds in a college that had mold and you know this is this is the way to do it so i'm seeing an uptick in that we're real real into that like i said we i got a million three po from the local school board plus i did a bunch of other stuff so we did a lot of gps so that's that's coming again so as you're going through and talking about chiller optimization of the airport don't forget indoor air quality and you can use the you know the gps stuff for the you know indoor air quality and the reduction of particulate and, and you know pathogen control and all that other stuff as part of that professional services to really differentiate yourself. I like that. Yeah, we have an opportunity that we're going to be scheduling an assessment for a, a mental hospital that's got it's pretty fast as far as its campus. It's it's uh it's going to be challenging to probably take. Two or three days to do the assessment, but the direct, uh, maintenance and facilities director, all the people that are on the local level, have, have you know they're welcoming wel welcoming us to to do this, and they're going to you know try to work with us to write the scope to for the bid because that's the way we have to do it in Tennessee because it'll be you know it'll be fifty to one hundred and fifty. G is what you know we're looking at there. So, uh, but you gotta you gotta approach those opportunities. You know whether you can uh, handle them or not. You gotta worry about whether you can handle them on the back end. I guess if you can get that far with them. Well, we we had we experienced over a ten percent growth in our maintenance base since we had the class. So we came back and and I got another full time guy at a, another industrial. Uh, we got another guy there for three months, so we had about a three hundred fifty thousand dollar increase in our maintenance base since we went to class. So, like you say, Tommy, it's like okay, now Anthony's in here, and our guys are spread thin as they can be, but we still got to go after it. Yeah, you, if you stop the sales cycle because we got to let uh, operations catch up, well, let's say you stop it for a month. Now you got a year to get back to where you were. So keep your foot on the gas and just keep going at it. All you can do, and I'd be afraid of going to a, a, a mental place because they might not let me go. Well, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go on a, a survey. And they probably already have. Don't be like, what happened to Bob? I ain't seen him forever. They have. They probably have a sheet on you, so you know. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> oh, good. All right, gentlemen. Hey, it's great seeing you. I got to run. Good to see you, Bob. Right, Bob. See you, Bob. Anytime y'all want to call, you know I'm here. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good to see you. Who else got a question? 
I see a list of questions on there. So. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we talk about verticals? Has the vertical that you started chasing changed, and you're chasing a different vertical now? And I can tell you from, from, from so, my why? end, I, I started with uh, 99% industrials, and you know you, we're we're having some success in getting in. We've we've had a lot of meetings in the first month and a half or two months. It, here in the last three or four weeks, meetings have been a challenge to be able to get. I don't know if it's because end of vacation season or what, but it's been really hard to get people on the phone. But just kind of veering off, I'm seeing some opportunities. I, I uh, had a meeting with a uh, car dealership, and the guy there, the GM, he, he really likes it. He says, but our owner owns eight. So instead of doing mine, I'd like to get you with him. Problem with it, his owner is like a NASCAR team owner, and he's jetting here and there and all over the place all the time. And so I'm, you know, propping him, you know, every other week to, you know, get me that meeting because, you know, we'd, we'd rather do eight than do one. But I'm just going to go ahead and try to get the one set up if we can't get movement on soon. So that that's kind of a, a vertical that, you know, if we can get one of those, we can go. Uh, we got a, uh, a golf course country club in Cleveland. They're real happy with us, and then we went to Chattanooga Golf Country Club. They loved our concept, but their equipment was so old that we really couldn't help them there. They really needed to spend the money. We got all the way to the solution step, and then you know basically kind of pulled it back off the table. They want to do business with us, but they're they have so much equipment that's thirty something years old. They really need to spend the money to replace their equipment first, and then we can re, you know reassess in about a year so that vertical is is you know a good option the problem with the golf course stuff as y'all know all their events are friday saturday and sunday and you've got to have techs that are available saturday sunday you know those kind of times so you kind of got to pick and choose in those i haven't really I, i'm my focus moving over forward in the next two or three weeks is really to get into the churches you know, I had a conversation with Jared, and he said, go to the churches, go to the churches. Jared is, you know, one of our senior. What's his position, Corey? He's basically operations for the entire company. Right. And uh, <laughs> he, he, he's been around for a while, and he said, go to the churches. That's where you, you can really kind of stack up a, a, a lot of, you know, eight ten twelve thousand dollar fourteen thousand dollar g deals so that's my next point of focus is well, let's really talk about that in just a second because i'm i'm finding with churches that I, it's it's almost i'm finding that i have to go after the administrator and not the head pastor that's who you, that's who you want to talk to uh, okay right i, I got on the phone a couple times with the head pastors and the head pastor called me back, and it's like they thought they were calling me back because I needed help or needed to talk about counseling or something, you know. And and it was real frustrating. It's like I don't do that, you know. And uh, they're nice about it, but I'm having a lot better luck getting in the door with the administrator. The, the key on churches is find a church that runs like a business, right? 
that's that's the people you want to talk to. And typically, there's going to be a head administrator that runs the business, and that's who you want to talk to. If you, if you stick with the ones that run like a business, you'll sell more. If you stick the ones that are just, you know, a pastor's over it or a deacon or something like that, you'll, you'll get bogged down in the weeds. Um, find the ones that run like a business, and you'll sell more. I like that. And uh, make sure if you're going after churches to ask, like, if there's a, you know, like a building committee or anything like that, because that's what I'm waiting on right now. Um, ours has the one that, and we're actually going out there today because uh, there's literally gone through survey verification in October 1st, the new committee starts. <coughs> so they essentially it's a change of the guard. So I got to see how much information was trans translated over to this new person that's now going to be head of the uh, buildings and grounds. So just make sure you ask if there's like a building committee and if you can either do a verification with like that committee when they present it at their monthly meeting or you know bi-monthly quarterly whatever it is try to get on that schedule if you can that way they're not trying to you know explain a thirty thousand dollar g agreement uh, you can actually build the value in it so just definitely ask for the administrator and uh, also the committee if there is any I'd like to chime in on this category because I spend a lot of time with churches and I've presented to probably a dozen or more um, be prepared that they're going to come back at you Tommy we got a guy he goes to church here he either owns oh, yeah. the company or he sends his guys over but what I've been successful at doing is telling them that look I understand you have a guy I, I explained to him that he's probably giving it discount rate or maybe not even charging so if his customers in the middle of the summer are calling him every day you going to come over here i don't know but the best thing that we can do is do the survey and actually validate the work he's doing either it'll show that he's got you exactly where you need to be or you're over in that green area and there's nothing we can do that'll help you sleep better but what if you're over in the red and there's all these things that we show you that you might be able to take advantage of would you be willing to They're kind of qualifying them up front that even though they have a guy, that they might be able to do better. Everybody has a guy. Everybody. Right. Everybody has a guy. <laughs> I like that, Anthony. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So what? Some will, some won't. Next. So I keep put them in a follow-up follow file. That's what I, I got a big follow-up file. <laughs> But what I'm finding is right now, this time of year is a really good time of year because people are formulating their budgets for next year and they're looking to make decisions in the next two, three months. So it's a really good time to take advantage of all the seeds we planted in July, August, and September. Really go forward, try and close. So I have about 15 things that are up in the air right now. And I think because most of them are churches, that's kind of why it's in that phase, they're getting ready to make those decisions. One of the things, one of the things I'll tell you about the when you said you had about 15 things up in the air right now, I've got a hot file over here that's got about 15 folders. And this morning, I did my best to try to fire people. And I mean, I'm telling you because 
I'm a windshield guy, not a rearview mirror, and, and I've got to focus more on the windshield because once I have these guys and you think you've got them going, I find myself, you know, thinking these things are still, you know, active or whatever. So I spent a good part of my morning calling people, you know, finding out, is this dead? Are you going to pursue this? Are we going to move forward? Where does it stand? You know, and a, a couple of them told me it's it's not dead, but we're not going to act on this. And I said, look, I'm going to push this out six months. I had one guy said, no, 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 call me get back with me at the end of October and that's probably the biggest one that I have out there with this chemical company uh, but anyway two of them said we're not doing anything right now which is great for me I mean not business wise but I can move those folders to the the you know almost dead file and you know I start to see my hot file is, is dwindling so I got to get more windshield instead of having things up in the air because up in the air is hard to deal with I need new opportunities, and right now that's where I'm struggling. My pipeline is, is I still have a lot of, a lot of contacts that are qualified, but I'm having difficulty reaching them. So I've got to add hundreds more, so I can just keep plowing forward instead of going back and try to farm that dirt that you know, I'm not having success with. So that's kind of my, my struggle right now is that. I'm going to show you. I took Bob's approach and did his uh, circle thing. So, Anthony, tell him that I did the circle thing, that when you sell it, you circle it. And that really helps me. Uh, Christy and I were working on, you know, which ones do I have in concepts, which one in surveys, which one moved to verification, and then the agreement phase. And, that, and this little here is like waiting on others, uh, waiting on other section. I know there's good ways to do that in Salesforce and all, but um, the owners of our company wanted us to use our whiteboards so when he walks around after hours, he can see what we have going on live without having to open up Salesforce. Um, we still use Salesforce, but this is like live, I guess. I do Salesforce once a week. But. Yeah, we, we use it. We have a whiteboard here. We have a we have a whiteboard in our conference room, and, and we have stuff that's you know ready for assessment or verification. I like to put it up there so our techs can see. You know, they, they like to know that there's new activity coming, or kind of because we don't always cross paths together in the office. And uh, I mean, they're they're excited when we we can circle one and put it on the board. Cool. You know, so. I like that idea to let the tech see it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're as anxious to grow this territory as I am. I mean, they're, they're over-anxious and they're ready to do that. So them knowing what's going on, and, you know, to some extent is good, you know, because these guys, you know, they rotate in and out to other businesses. We need to keep the ones that we have. I, I went to lunch yesterday with our director of finance and uh he had an interesting thought that i haven't thought about yet he said um he said sometimes like on this fifteen thousand or sixteen thousand dollar g that i sold yesterday the photos were just horrible i mean the the fans were just caked i mean like a half an inch of junk that for 10 years hadn't been cleaned just a lot of 
probably going to be a lot of startup cost and uh, he was saying that sometimes we got to be careful because we'll present a a startup you know, this needs to be fixed list that's like fifteen thousand dollars you know and uh, some of that stuff can be really categorized as PM stuff so has anybody run into anything where there's an issue where the startup you know things that need to be fixed are so expensive that they get pushed back on the G's right before we get started here. I haven't personally, but I think Corey had one that they had a, a pretty good size number there, and they said let's divide this between fall and and spring. You know, let's yeah. just address the ones that we need to right now, and the other stuff we'll address next year and next year's budget. So we just work with them on, on that side. You know, if, if I'm selling a G agreement in right now, right, um, and there's 15, let's number of pumps, say there's 15 pack compressors, right? Well, none of them are heat pumps. They're all gas pack. So let's not focus on all that right now. Let's focus on that between now and in the March and start, you know, each month replacing a couple of those. So just kind of working with them on it, not not all of it's got to be done right then and there, you know. Let it work over a couple couple of months to get it done. So, like Tommy said, we sold a two hundred thousand dollar one. He had a pretty good, significant amount of startup. It was the exact same thing. I said, let's do this one between now and the end of the year because it's actually, I think it renews the end of this month and first of the end of next month. Um, let's do the stuff for the winter right now, and then let's tackle the stuff for the spring on that side of it. And I, I, all I did was went back into the. Uh, the agreement and put those notes into the special provisions that you know customer agrees to pay for x amount on startup you know within these parameters and x amount of startup within those parameters so um and that's a lot of sales reps seem to not want to talk about that during the process you need to have a conversation with them on that they have to understand i mean even in first appointment if they could you know if, you know we don't really talk about we talk about a concept, but we don't talk about the end results and solution. But if they push you, and so we're, well, I don't understand. Talk to me. What does that truly mean? Well, you know, we you know take on the risk of the sequencing. So basically, everything that's out here, whatever it breaks, becomes our responsibility. You just pay a fixed cost solution. You know, giving one little caveat to that. I'm assume that everything is running like it should be. Once we go through our process. You know, and we do a actual. We agree upon a solution, and we can do what we call a startup. And then walk them through that process. What a startup is. You know, we, we go out here. We make sure everything's running. There'll be a list of items that have to be brought up to you know operating conditions uh, before we take on the risk. So bring that up front so they have an understanding versus waiting to the end. Because a lot of times when there's respect is when sales reps are scared to talk about that up front because they're like, oh, well, if I tell them now, they're never going to close. They know that they got problems. They know they're going to have to fix it. You know, just don't be afraid to bring it up because that's what your responsibility is. Yeah, I kind of relate. Uh, the best analogy that I use in my um, concept meetings or verification meetings when I know that they have issues, like I know one of the compressors is bad on on a unit that we found during the survey, um, and the best thing that I've found to say is it's kind of like going to get health insurance and when you show up for the exam you've got a pre-existing condition 
uh, we've got a you know you've got a pre-existing condition which is this compressor that, that's broke and, and not working so we got to bring that up to par so we can ensure it and people seem to understand that little concept of pre-existing condition so, so let me ask a question on that do you add, do you offer your solutions to fix that compressor while you're going through the survey I don't talk. No, I don't. No, no, no. I, I don't bring it up. I just take pictures why, of why it. Why not? It's a bad compressor. It's the middle of summer. Say, so, hey, look, we just did a survey. I still have a process to go to get you the product you, we, we talked about, the solution we talked about. But hey, this this unit fifteen has a and it's twenty ton has a bad compressor. I can get a guy scheduled to come out there um, to get that um, fixed next Tuesday. Would that work for you? Like. Offer that up. So I take back my answer. Yeah. What's up? I take back my answer. On this job, that he had two compressors and one of them was down. So he was still working on the other one. That's why he didn't know it was down. But one of the two was not working. But I did do that on a doctor's office where the whole unit was frozen. Like yeah. the whole air handler was ice. And I, I got out of the attic and I was like, hey, ma'am, I just want to let you know this is why that whole wing doesn't have any cooling because it's frozen and I showed her the picture and I said we can get a guy out here on Friday to look at that so and I, I did that because I learned a lesson my buddy down the hall Roger who sells maintenance as well uh, Roger went to the Oliver Gospel Mission verification meeting which is like a local uh, mission group for get people off of the streets and they had some pretty poor housing conditions but during the verification meeting he was going through, he showed a picture of an air handler that had a big old sheet of ice on it. And that was like two weeks or so, you know, 10 days to two weeks since he did the survey. And they jumped on him. They jumped on him during the verification meeting. Like, why didn't you tell us about this? We could have fixed this a, a week ago. Like, why did you wait to put it in a PowerPoint to tell me about it, at, you know, two weeks from? So since then, we had a little meeting in our office and it's like, if there's an issue that's urgent like that, we don't need to wait until verification meeting to bring it to their attention because it's going to make us look bad. Like, how do we build urgency about this in a verification meeting if we could have talked about it two weeks ago? Yep. ABC always be closing. So, well, yeah, well, I mean. The good thing about it, they soon sense your urgency, right? They, they already start seeing they building that, that, that rapport with them. But the better thing is they get to see you in action. Yep. They get to see you in the process of taking care of their needs. And that's what you're trying to do is be that person. So, man, anytime there's an opportunity like that, man, if it's simple as a belt, if you find something that can be fixed that you know that y'all can fix, you know, either one, you know, say there's a belt right beside it and you have a technician and you say, man, hurry put that belt on there. Take a picture of it and go talk to him about it. It, it costs y'all all of five minutes worth of downtime during your survey, right? But you've earned so much more. Or, you know, hey, you, you've had a number of different issues here. Here's A, here's B, here's C. How about I schedule a technician to come out here tomorrow to fix those things real quick so you don't have any more downtime? Always be doing that. Yeah, I, I have one that uh, it was actually I was doing prospecting and walked in the door, and the, the contact I wanted to talk to was the guy standing at the door. And he said, yeah, I'll meet with you. And I told him I'd send. He said, but y'all y'all handle exhaust fans? And, I, of course, I was new. I had no idea if we handle exhaust fans. But the answer for, my, for me is 
Always yes, <laughs> yes. And, and and or I'll get you an answer and I'll get back to you. But I said yes and went out in the parking lot and called. And they said yeah, we can do it. Well, we it ends up this company has two little split units. We wouldn't even do anything with them, but we got a fifty thousand uh, dollar you know project deal out of it. Uh, and so you know that's great for our company to have our guys out there doing work and, and seeing our vans and and that kind of stuff. So. You know, if there's something... Plus, we're trying to differentiate ourselves from the competition. Talk about that, you know, basically they're going to give you a small retainer to be the first one who's called when they're for work, creates a repair that they can bill you. Maybe not that directly, but that's the message. So when I went into that theater and he had a problem that was like an immediate pain, and we got the guy over there, and within the next day they were able to get it up and running, and no charge to them, it was almost a guarantee we were going to get the maintenance agreement. Plus, long term, they've got four or five other units that do need to be replaced. So, yeah, differentiating ourselves is, I think, a, a big thing. Making sure that we're not just another AC company. No, we're different. We do it different. We only do commercial. We've got X number of techs that specialize in this. Tell that story. You guys all got a story? Yeah, I mean, my stories aren't really mine. I steal them from Corey or every story that Total Comfort ever did before Matt got there is his story. Same, you know, it, it, you or you know, Bob or, or Anthony or anybody. It's your stories. Like, they right. don't that it didn't happen to you. Let me, let me walk you through a process that I had a customer just like yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know, and this is what we did. Matter of fact, you know, I would like you to meet that customer. Can I set you up for lunch with them, right? <laughs> like that, it's your story. It doesn't matter, right? It's yours. They don't care that you're not the person to walk them through it. it right. They care about the, what happened, what was the result, and how is it going to benefit me? No. Are you guys using PowerPoint for your verification meetings? No, we can barely use the telephone and the computer. So, <laughs> uh, so, so, so I, I was waiting for this question. So, I'm what are you really, doing? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I was waiting for this one. Um, PowerPoint can be a tool when it is a big audience, right? It is not a great tool when you're just a small audience. Uh, I hate it. I think it's we don't. And the reason why I say that we used to do that, right? And it just, I like to be able to hand them a picture and then I, I focus like on that picture. All those and and it's all over the table. Yes, table. Like, they're, they can't get away from them, right? Is why I don't like PowerPoint. Because I can see their reaction as they keep looking. Like, we were talking yesterday, we had some training, and we were talking about, like, the, 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 the solution there, and they were flipping back, like, he was making an example. Well, they kept flipping back into our, our one pager. And looking at the picture, looking at that one pager, looking at the picture, looking at one pager, he's like comparing, you know, why is this not what I'm doing now? I would just say that, you know, it's 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 the way we do it now. There's a reason why because it's a better impact to the customer. Um, we we did an example. I, I don't want to take up all your time, but we did an example yesterday on the motion of the sale and the verification, right? You want to get emotional response for them. So our one pager, like this, gives them an emotional response. 
They see a price and there's a motion to it, right? The next thing we're going to do is talk about the pictures, right? That's going to bring to another emotional response. And then once I get to that, well, I know that I've stuck that knife and twisted enough and I feel that they're there. Then I go back and said, all right, so tell me which one of these solutions make the best sense to you and how we need to move forward. And then I like that because I have everything laid out. And if they ever object, I don't have to flip through PowerPoints and bring it back. They were like, well, I just don't understand on you know, like this clean cool. So you're telling me this picture, this picture, and this picture, these are your coils that they're not mildly dirty? Like, so we, we, we have a question. We, we said the, the power, what was it exactly, the power of you? The, 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 how did we word it yesterday? Uh, utilizing you, the you. You said, yeah. you told me in the initial meeting this, or, or, or yeah, the power of you. Do, yeah. do, I do what's comfortable for you. I just, I love being able to lay this all out in front of them. They can't get away from it, right? They cannot get away from it. That's yeah. what I, I, I agree, and I think that the less neatly that you lay it out in front of them, the better. Have it scattered all over their desk, and then you don't touch it. Don't make them pull that stuff together. And once you get that emotion on the front end, and, and again, I haven't closed enough, but I'm learning how people do it that are successful. If you give them that one pager, and they're looking at that, and then the pictures, you've got the emotion, I just, I would just shut up. And just let them, you know, because you don't need to sell anymore until they they give you some response. You know, because that way you're keeping the emotions way up high. Yeah, what'd you say, Corey? You start... <coughs> What's that? Corey, what'd you say? Uh, once you get to that, that, that peak of that emotion, go back to that one paragraph. Tell me which one of these solutions makes the most sense for you. I know which one will work, or recommend, recommendation solution. I know which one. Tell me which one you want to be for. I want to make a decision. Like, tell me. And, 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 and if they sit there and they think, do not say anything. This is, again, it's you don't have to talk. And it's, we, we talked about that yesterday in our meeting. It's like, as sales rep, we feel like we have to have some kind of input, right? So if there's an awkward solid, we all feel like we need to say something. Because what are they thinking? Just shut up. Let them talk. And, and then don't feel like you have to answer their question as soon as they talk. You may need more clarification on it, right? So you, the, the biggest is, is using you, right? The, the, you said this, you said that, you said this is what you want. And the other one is the why. That's a great question. Why do you ask that, right? Understand why they're asking it. Well, okay, I, I understand. I, I think this, but the, let me ask you a question. What's your response to What's everybody wants? Well, we guarantee within two hours. Well, that's selling, right? That's a great question. Why do you ask that? Because maybe, you know, they've had a lot of issues where it takes them three days to get somebody out there. And then you're like, holy crap, three days to get out here? I mean, you know, let me under, let me talk to you why we're different. We don't chase spot work, right? Our companies are railed around maintenance. So I can pull a technician off the maintenance agreement, come over here, catch your spot call, and, and then get back on maintenance. That's why we guarantee you within two hours to be out of your job site. Well, I didn't know that, you know. So just, instead of just saying, oh, it's two hours, right? Understand why, because then you can tell a story. And it just, it helps so much more.
hopefully that answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm so glad to see that we are all deep in the process. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, what are the... I am getting up on Monday mornings loving to go to work. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah. From the industry I came from, this, this is just so... It's like I'm going hunting every day. Can I share this with you real quick? So this is what I'm showing people. Um, this is a one-pager that is in the middle of the PowerPoint presentation toward the end that I came up with to, sh to try to share. Um, we've got a good, better, and best option. The best option is what I'm, I'm recommending for your facility because it's 10-year-old you know, equipment for $4,137 a month. We'll do all the test and inspection once a quarter. We'll do the preventative maintenance once a year. Any kind of repairs and maintenance or, or repair calls and kind of walk through this and then talk about the better and then talk about the best. Um, that's kind of the only one pager I've got. And I noticed your one pager, Corey, that you had and held up is, um, it is great, but it's a lot of words on there. It, look, it looked like it was um, you know, a lot for them to read. Yeah, but that's at the verification meeting. You're saying you use this up at verification. the meeting? Verification. No, no, verification meeting. You use this on the verification meeting? This, Yeah, because I've got their equipment, and and I also have this that I'm showing to, to explain the different, um, the three different programs, you know, good, better, best. Um, and I start with the best and kind of walk through how it, it covers preventative maintenance uh, trouble calls, r repair, and labor, and all kinds of parts that, that, that we would need. And then the the better program is very similar to that, but it doesn't cover trouble calls. And we'll bill you for that if, if you have a repair that needs to be made. And then the good so, program so, is just test and inspect. So let, let me give you a, 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 some advice. Please. Um, I'm a general manager of a company, right? You're the... I'm the person you want to talk to for this facility, like if you want to do it. The president of the company is the president of you know, five locations, four locations, right? That's the person you want to talk to. Where do you think our attention span is going to be when you when you meet with us on verification? Short, quick. How short? Seven to eight minutes. Literally, I, I, I'm looking down here and I see number 75 right of the slide okay yeah when did you get to your 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 solution is that where you brought up the first price on your solution yes all right i'm done before you get to there after we showed him all the pain pictures that he's got yep so so why don't reverse that right reverse it and you, you want to guide my attention to start so you yeah you said there's a lot of words right i'm not asking them to read this Right, the way I like to do it, and we, we talked about this yesterday, is those words that you see on here, up here, is the process we went through. That's the process. Okay. That's exactly. Hey, on April first, we met and we had a concept meeting talking about a solution that may may work for this one. On April fifteenth, I picked up the cost. Blah blah blah. On April twenty second, I did the survey. Today is the verification, right, of, of what our findings were and our solution. I like to get the price out up front so you're not sitting here, what is this going to cost me? 
and I'm going to have to share that with you. So I have three recommendations for you today. You know, one, good, better, best, whatever the case may be, two recommendations for you today. One of them is that concept we talked about as a full service. So then I just hand it to them and let them think about it. They're not going to read all that because if you hand me this, any proposal you hand me, guess where I'm going to go first? Price. I'm going to go find that price, right? Yep. So this puts that price up in front. 